Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Iran backed Houthi rebels in Yemen, launching two more attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea, just as the U.S. announced a naval task force to counter the threat. The U.S. joining nine countries to escort vessels passing through the crucial trade route after major companies, including oil giant BP, paused operations. But the Houthis vowing further attacks in retaliation for Israel's war in Gaza. Bottom line is, these attacks have to stop. They need to stop. They're unacceptable. Uh, the United States, our allies and our partners, will do what we have to do to counter these threats and to protect these ships. Uh, that's Kirby there, the spokesman. And I, I like him. He seems like a good dude. But uh, the rhetoric of these attacks have to stop. They're unacceptable. Well, um, there have been over 100 now. We're not doing much to deter them. So, uh uh, you can't say they're unacceptable. We seem to be accepting it. I mean, by definition, we seem to be accepting relentless attacks on our troops and our machinery by Iran and their proxies. And uh, I don't know how else you look at that. Uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We want to check in with Mike Lyons, who we we love talking to about anything uh, military-wise. Maybe you see him on CNN. Maybe you follow him on Twitter at M-A-G Mike Lyons on Twitter. Um, in fact, I got a tweet that I want to read to him from yesterday and have him explain more. Mike, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show again. Hey, guys. Good to be back, as always. Let, let's start with the over 100 times that Iran or people at the behest of Iran have attacked or attempted to attack us. I mean, have we pushed back enough in your eyes? No, I don't think so. I, I think we keep trying to give this visual deterrence, you know, to carrier groups in the Mediterranean and 
the Carney in the Red Sea. Um, but we're dealing with uh, an enemy that doesn't care about that because they know that we're psychologically disarmed. They know that we will respond in a manner that will likely cause great damage and destruction. And then the enemy knows that the rest of the world then will turn against us. And so we've, we don't really you know, have the, 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 the gumption anymore to stake a high moral ground about, look, you're not going to attack us. You know, we're going to protect our soldiers and our sailors. Uh, and the like, and um, and we're going to not care about what the rest of the world thinks. It's the same problem Israel's having right now. You know, is the, the rest of the world is really concerned about what Israel's doing. Well, Israel's trying to fight for its existence right now. So that's you know kind of the same example. I hear the dogs of war in the background where you are. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't even get them out of there. I got them out. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Um, so uh, the the rhetoric of this must stop. This is unacceptable. I feel like if you don't push back really really hard you're saying it it is acceptable and it is there any reason to think it's not going to continue I, I you know it's it, it, so the, the secretary of defense did the right thing put together a coalition of other nations and uh, of of others that are that are going to look to respond but th- but we've got to go after the source not just um you know on the ground it's going to mean destroying a lot of equipment on the ground <laughs> we also have to go after what iran is doing as iran you know completely supports the Houthis. I mean, you know, but for Iran, that the Houthis don't don't exist. They and, and 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 we've allowed the problem just to get worse and worse over the course of the years. And that's that's like, like everything in the world right now. The can gets kicked down the road until we finally have to take care of it. So let's hope that this will possibly take care of it, and um, we will eventually respond. If they, you know, let's say they sink a um, an oil tanker or something and create an environmental disaster. There's there's so many things, so many really bad possibilities there. I, I don't think they'll get to our ships because of the defense platforms that we have there. Uh, but there's a lot of tragedy that could still take place there. And then, of course, the money that's being lost, you see a lot of the ships are being diverted already to the, to the south uh, of, in, in Africa in that regard. And then the, all the Egyptians, the Egyptians have to be mad. They're losing about, my, my son tells me it's a million dollars to take a ship down and back into the Suez Canal. So they're losing all that money that's taking place there. So let's, let's hope the rest of the world recognizes that this is a problem and gets on board with it as well. Yeah, I keep using the example. The Wall Street Journal had a story several weeks ago now about how a, a, a an attack drone got lodged in the ceiling of a building and the bomb didn't go off. It If it had, it would have killed a whole bunch of U.S. servicemen. So that was just yeah. luck that... You know, that, that didn't happen. So I feel like you got to respond as if it did, but, you know, we're not. Well, and the, the kind of attacks that the drones can make on the ships, they, they could be swarm attacks. We just haven't seen that yet, but, but that's really would be a, a tremendous escalation because if you fire, you know, we saw that ship the other day, the Carney was, the fired something like 14 or 15 drones shot them out of the sky. If you, if you sent 100 or 1,000 at the Carney, that, that would be a problem for that ship. And one of them would get through, and then, and then what do we have? And so, you know, that's, for, for whatever reason, we're just on this luck factor of saying, oh, you know, right. it hasn't been bad. No one's dead yet, so that we're just going to continue to go, and it just, it just doesn't make sense. To the war between Israel and Hamas, I'm looking at this tweet of yours from yesterday. I'll just read it. I was thinking the U.S. and Israel were talking past each other about what the U.S. wanted Israel to do. From the news conference today, the administration is not putting a timeline on the operation. Israel will fight this on their terms. Explain. Yeah. So, 
So I had thought that uh, the United States, from what they'd said, Jake Sullivan, and you know, they were telling Israel, hey, let's kind of wrap this up here, acting like it's you know some kind of protest formation in Portland or something. And and uh, but but after this last press conference, after the, the last meeting, the Secretary of Defense said there's no timetable for Israel. They're going to do this whatever they want to do it. So that to me was good enough to say, well, this is now going to go on for for months. It's not going to get wrapped up. We're not going to you know w- w- both of these audiences are talking to their domestic audiences, right? Or both of these people are talking to their domestic audiences. Where, you know, we're, we're trying to, obviously, the political factor of the Democrats right now, for whatever reason, is they have to show some kind of support for Hamas. Don't, don't ask me why, but that seems to be what they're trying to do. And so, um, in Israel's case, there are some inside of Israel, too, that, 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 are, that want, you know, the, the civilians to not be as terrorized. I, I don't know what the term is, because, it, you know, they're at war again for their own survival. But once they said that to me, I was good. Okay, here we go. So, this is not, they're not going to be concerned here that in the next month, nothing's going to change. Israel is not stopping. They're also fighting a two-front war. They're fighting a war in the north where um, they're clearing uh, Hamas military formations that wage war against Israel to that, to that area there, uh, indirect fire weapons and the like. And then the one in the south, in the south Gaza, Khan Yunus, for example, that's where the headquarters are. That's where a lot of the leadership are. That's where a lot of them escaped to when we had that ceasefire before. And that's you know, kind of a different operation. But the bottom line to me is Israel's not stopping and they're not going to change their tactics. They have to make this a conventional war. They have to bring Hamas up to the level of a conventional fight and get them to surrender. I wonder how much we're saying different things to them behind closed doors or in phone calls than we are in public. And that makes me wonder also, just kind of as an aside, like you're a West Point guy and you've studied all this military strategy and history and stuff like that. How much do you, how much at West Point do they get into the politics at all or do they? Because obviously that plays a role in a war. You might have to do one thing and say another to keep, you know, uh, your, domestic audience happy how much do you all think about that there's no question that at west point that's a force that's taught to cadets as they progress in their careers and get to that certain place but i mean uh, west point trains you kind of the younger officers it's really the the ones that have been you know the general officers that are there and politics has made a much bigger impact on the military unfortunately I, i often think about if you brought back the generals from world war ii and you told them how we were fighting war today they would just like shake their head and say you guys are nuts because we'd have this thing over here in six weeks we would take the biggest weapons we have and we would destroy everything we possibly could we wouldn't care about the things you guys seem to care about and we would we would get this thing done and that that is the harsh reality of, of history is how they would look at it and they, they and instead you know we're, we're trying to tell israel to you know you have the president of the united states saying that israel is indiscriminately bombing civilians and that's just irresponsible right that's what i was talking about you know talking past each other i mean that's irresponsible for the president to say that so no question that um and, and the accelerant of social media and the audience and all those things get through it so again I, from a military perspective, that the IDF is trying to use its military as a tool of foreign policy to get the Palestinian leadership to heal and get them to surrender, and they're going to do whatever they can in that regard. Yeah, we, we were talking about it. I mean, you, you take any country, state, village, anywhere in the world throughout history, if you got attacked the way Israel got attacked, where they came in and right. beheaded your babies and raped your grandmas, you would, if you could, lay waste to that entity. Right. All yeah. throughout history, anywhere in the world. And so now what? Where are we? It's, it's, it's an interesting well, thing to watch. 
and, and the Arab world is not helping the Palestinians. I mean, the Egyptians, as we've talked about before, anytime they open up a barrier, that barrier is between them and, and Gaza to let humanitarian aid in, they can't close it fast enough, right? So they're not letting any, any refugees in. The rest of the Arab nations really don't care about it. They want to, you know, bring it to the United Nations and they want to make a big deal about it. But this is, um, you know, Israel's not going to settle for a two-state solution right now. They're not going to settle for any of that previous ideas about what's going on here and I don't think they care about what the United States says. You're right, behind closed doors, they're kind of rolling their eyes at you know us basically telling them how to fight terrorism because we really don't have a great record from the past 20 years in Iraq and Afghanistan, frankly, and in terms of trying to you know, get that to work there. So, Interesting. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about this with you in the next year. And this is the last time we'll be talking to you this year in 23. Where is the war in Ukraine currently? Where do you think it's headed for 24? Yeah, that's a stalemate right now with both sides still not able to take their strategic objectives and align them with their operational capabilities. Um, and I don't, and if the United States decides not to support uh, Ukraine, then eventually, it could be in a, years at this point, but it's eventually they will lose. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, Russia is, is building more capacity every day, learning, doing things that are moving in the direction that they're doing better. So, you know, we've got to get off the dime here, get the rest of the world to recognize that. And, and then if you shift the, the world to tinderbox, because I think you have what's going on in the, in the Pacific still uh, is something that could explode in 2024, given U.S. leadership, where it's going to be, how it's going to change next year for us. So I think I think we're in for uh, a lot of things to go on in 2024, both in the Middle East, in Europe, and then, of course, in the Pacific. It's going to be a, a really challenging year. Wow. Uh, that's a heck of a thing for you to end on. Well, we, I was going to say, look forward to talking to you. Unfortunately, when we're talking to you, it's oftentimes uh, a bad or challenging situation, but we will talk to you in 24. Help you have a great uh, Christmas and holiday season. Thanks. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for having me. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 